Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 290 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Good. How are you? It's moving day. It is. <laughs> it is moving day. Um, okay, now, to be fair, for me, this is not really that big of a deal. <laughs> Yeah, also, I should have clarified, because for long-time listeners, you may know I'm building a house. Not my moving day. Fair enough. Um, not my moving day. No, it is office moving day. Our office has spent the last two years prepping, designing, and expanding our office with some gorgeous new office space that's connected. Obviously, it's all one big building. Um, so everyone's moving around. You and I moved, like, 10 feet. Yeah, pretty much. But we sit next to each other now. We do sit next to each other now. As opposed to slightly next to each other. This is my... So, for context... Yeah. How long have you been here, Adam? I've been here eight years. How many desks have you had? Okay, it's this... (laughs) Okay, how many have you been in this building? In this building, I've had... I want maybe three. I think just two, though. I think two. Two I've been here three and a half years. This is my fifth desk. So many desks. I was just on a team that moved a lot. (laughs) You run a team that is now our account managers that yeah. had a million of you. And so you guys frequently had to move to adjust and change who you were, what territories you were working yep. with. And all sorts of stuff. Um, I've been on the marketing team this whole time. But it's a big day of celebration for me because um, if you walk into the upstairs of our office, the first desk you see is mine. I'm basically like the upstairs receptionist. I'm so much. happy to not be the upstairs receptionist but suffice to say it kind of turns into like recess everyone's <laughs> moving around and going to see the new side of the office and all sorts of stuff because despite the fact that they've been building it it's a construction zone mm-hmm. for the majority of that time so none of us could see what was back over there it's very cool it is very cool uh so and today to start just like scheduling meetings over there for no reason 100 <laughs> that I, I actually was joking with someone like all of the new meeting rooms are still going to be booked up because we're all going to want to use those yep. just to be over there um so yeah Today we're talking about audiobooks. We are talking about audiobooks. Which is very near and dear to my heart. Um, We had on Robin Witten from the Behind the Mic podcast. That was my computer in the background if you guys heard it. Uh, Robin Witten from the Behind the Mic podcast, which is part of Audiophile, who Overdrive is a longtime partner with. They're wonderful. If you're not familiar with Audiophile, they're a a phenomenal place to get audiobook recommendations and reviews. And I know she dives into her podcast and what they what they do, but basically they're a daily podcast that gives really short and cool audiobook recommendations. Um, and they just this month released their best audiobooks of the year. So we had Robin give us some of her best audiobooks of the year. Yep. Right. That's that's yes. That's what we did. Yeah. 
uh, again, uh, very. It's it's kind of cool. They have this. I believe they have five different people. Yeah, they kind of rotate. Yeah, and they're sort of. Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No, um, please do actually. <laughs> they have yeah. I think she said five people, and they're all sort of a little niche, you know. So they have someone who likes to do all the mysteries, and someone who does you know like YA stuff, and so yeah, you can just go get quick little few minute episode every day with the new book yeah it is it's a super cool idea i'm jealous of the thought of that kind of idea it's a very good job by them uh um, could you imagine doing an episode a day adam if it was like five minutes i, I maybe not the way we do it but of course to be fair they can probably front load a lot of those i'm sure they do i'm sure they probably sit down and record like all yeah. of them once a once a week or something like just that release them slowly yeah um speaking of audiobooks right now i'm listening to eric idol's uh sort of autobiography Eric Idle is one of the Monty Python crew. And it is hilarious. Highly recommend. Speaking of audiobooks, just last week I finished Samantha Irby's We Are Never Meeting in Real Life. Mm-hmm. Equally hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be a BFFs with her now. <laughs> I don't want to be BFFs with Eric Idle, but he's very funny. He does a lot of things in here where I'm like, good lord. They, were, they, were, <laughs> they, they couldn't do the things that they did no. when they were coming up now, but it's very, very fun. Um, highly recommend. So if people want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Go to our website, professionalbooknerds.com. There you can get all of our social links. We are on Instagram and Twitter at ProBookNerds. We have a Viber community where you can come chat books with us. And you can email us directly at professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. Yes. And this will be our kind of last call if you haven't listened to a recent episode. Uh, next week, a week from today's episode, we're going to be doing kind of gift-giving guides in the sense that we are taking requests from people. So you tell us, either the people that you're shopping for or shopping for yourself, the books that you or they are interested in or really just their interests in general. And we are going to bring on some of our other staff librarians because Jill's one of our staff librarians as well. Uh, we're going to bring on some staff librarians and read off a bunch of those and offer book recommendations. So, again, email us, tweet at us, however you want to get in contact with us. We had a, a bunch so far, and if we get a bunch more, that, that's awesome. We'll get as many of those in as we can. So, they got really excited. I went over and suggested mm-hmm. to a few of the people who have been on before, and they're like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. And internally, I thought, it's amazing because now you guys will pick the books out. So That's true. So, they will be librarian recommendations. Yep. Uh, anything else you think people should know about? I think that's everything. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to get back to moving my desk. And I hope you guys all enjoy this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Adam and Jill. And today we are joined by Robin Witten of the Behind the Mic podcast brought to you by Audiophile. Audiophile has been a, a partner of Overdrives for a really long time, and we've been doing a whole bunch of stuff with them. So when Robin emailed us to talk about podcasts and audiobooks, it was obviously right up our alley. So first off, Robin, thank you for joining us today. Oh, I'm delighted to be here, Adam. Thank you. Can you start by um, giving our listeners a brief introduction to your own podcast? Sure. Um, So anyone who might not know about Audiophile Magazine, we have been uh, reviewing and recommending audiobooks um, for more than 25 years, and we've talked about a lot of audiobooks over that time. But just um, this September, we launched uh, a podcast uh, that is 
um, a daily podcast, Behind the Mic with Audiophile magazine. Um, and we have a small conversation, I mean, small, short conversation um, about one title each day, um, back and forth between our host and one of our contributors, and then uh, play a sound clip. So very short and sweet. Uh, we just thought this was a wonderful um, platform uh, to add to the way we talk about audiobooks. I have to say, I absolutely love the format of doing kind of one book a day. I I know that Jill and I, when we do our, our kind of every, you know, twice a week podcast that we talk about books, I feel like sometimes we get carried away. We we, re- we reference like 30 books at a time and <laughs> it's a bit overwhelming. So I love the idea of doing kind of one book a day. Where do you guys, um, like, how do you determine which content you want to talk about every day? Because that feels like a lot of work to do five a week of those. Well, we we do have um, four different contributors to the Audiophile uh, podcast. Um, myself, Robin, uh, and our publisher, Michelle Cobb. Um, one of our uh, editors, Emily Connolly, and a reviewer and contributor, Jonathan Smith. So each of us uh, gets to pick... Um, more or less once a month, we pick five titles that we really want to talk about and that we have some affinity to um, so so that we're not talking about something that none of us, you know, talk about something you don't know anything about. That's not a good thing. <laughs> um, so I tend often to uh, pick um, mysteries because I like mysteries. Uh, Emily um, listens to a lot of fantasy, and she has young children, so she listens. She picks uh, children's titles. Um, Michelle is all over the lot. Um, she really uh, listens very broadly, as does Jonathan. So um, we never sort of know what they're going to pick, but they are all very, for the most part, very recent titles. We're trying to talk about um, audiobooks that other people are talking about. Sounds like you have a really good group because you're going to be hitting every possible sort of reading interest that your listeners could have. Uh, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say um, for people who may be familiar, if, if the name Michelle Cobb sounds familiar to any librarians listening in, Michelle has been sending us audiobook reviews that we put on our library blog for like, literally years now. And also you guys... This isn't about your podcast, but Audiophile also helps us do the audiobook sync program for people who are familiar with all of the the uh, the YA kind of summer reading program that is two audiobooks a week. So we literally, I feel, I'm, I'm like realizing as we're talking, there's so many layers of stuff that Overdrive yeah. does with Audiophile. Right, right, exactly. And for for the librarians, um, I I have to mention that just um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Michelle talked about um, the library book, the Susan Orlean uh, uh, audiobook um, uh, on the Behind the Mic podcast. And she told a very funny story about um, when she was a sales rep uh, going into the Los Angeles County Library um, and, and having to present a line of audiobooks. So we, we try to bring these wonderful uh, anecdotes, and for Michelle, sometimes they're about library. That book is so 
phenomenal. First off, we love Susan Orlean here. Um, she's not only is she a Clevelander, uh, but she's also a big Overdrive fan, and we got to to bring her in the office. And yeah, that book is is phenomenal. And yeah, I I imagine it's I, I can actually say I know it's doing very well in our libraries, <laughs> looking at sales and things like that. But um, before we kind of dive into because we're you know releasing this in December when everyone's talking about best of books, and we're gonna kind of dive into some of your best audiobooks of 2018 in a second here, but I guess just like in general for you, we're huge audiobook fans, but what for you makes the experience of, of listening to books so, you know, kind of special and unique? Well, to me, um, Adam, and uh, it really, uh, it's the narrators who make the magic for me. Um, I can listen to a brilliant narrator pretty much read me just about anything and I have I picked a couple of titles to talk about um, uh, that really I would not probably have selected them if I was looking uh, through a list or in a bookstore about those books but once I heard uh, the narrator and the voice of the story I was hooked and I would I, I follow them anywhere are there any specific narrators that you seek out specifically? Oh, now you know you're not going to catch me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. So Fair there enough. Are, there are, <laughs> you know, Audiophile has uh, a group of golden voices um, that we call. Um, you know, they have a lifetime uh, career in audiobooks. Um, they are always anything that any of them do is are you know is brilliant. So I can I can say that that group um, are among my favorites. And you know we also love to see so many younger narrators, uh, new voices coming into the whole audiobook space, hearing uh, someone. You know we get a review with uh, that gets an earphones award from audiophile and then I think oh I don't know that narrator I have to listen and you make new friends <laughs> okay I'm not going to ask you to say one is uh, better than the other for this but do you have a preference between uh, audiobooks that have a single narrator and those that kind of have like full casts and thinking like you know Lincoln in the Bardot or um, the His Dark Materials audiobooks famously have like a whole cast so they're both wonderful but do you have a kind of do you prefer one or the, one or the other well i can say if you ask me to to say one of my all-time favorite audiobooks is the whole his dark materials series mm-hmm. starting with the golden compass because i absolutely loved the way that was done uh with many voices but it was um, integrated so that characters, that, first of all, I know because uh, how it was recorded, they were in the same room with each other often, so they were actually interacting when they were in a scene, like, like we hear mm-hmm. and see in movies, you know, like it's done on the stage. Instead of um, multiple voices that are all mm, recorded in different places mm-hmm. um, and then mixed together, I would definitely uh, say that the the style of his dark materials um, 
uh, is is I I love that. That's one of my favorites. And of course, I love single narrators. And from time to time, I uh, like audio drama with the full you know the full sound and lights effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I didn't know that they did. Yeah, that they I did these either. dark materials like in the same room. That's awesome. I mean, it makes sense if you if anyone out there listens to it. Yeah. It does. It literally sounds like a radio drama. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. That's really cool. That's good behind the scenes info. That is. <laughs> well, that's we we try to bring that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into some of your favorite audiobooks for 2018 and for listeners we're just going to kind of do a little sampling sort of a little tease to entice everyone to also subscribe to their podcast so after everyone's done listening to this if they go and listen to your daily podcast they can hear everything that you guys have selected for the best of 2018 but how about you give us some of the ones that you really have loved this year so far because we're not we're not through the year no, no. Um, and, of course, it's always hard at the end of the year because there are titles still coming out that, um, you know, are really great. But they, we, had to, we had to make the decision um, early in November and, and um, you know, with, with the titles that we, we were able to choose from. And, you know, Audiophile reviews over 2,000 uh, audiobooks we have this year. So we had plenty of things to pick from, but we got it down to fifty in um, nine different subjects. So I'll just um, I'll just give a couple, and they, hopefully they will resonate with you um, because I know we share so much interest in listening. <laughs> awesome! That's, <laughs> ah, that sounds great. Okay, so in in the fiction category, one of the books that I truly enjoyed this year was Circe by Madeline Miller and read by Perdita Weeks. Um, and if, uh, if you're familiar with it, it, it's a retelling of a Greek myth um, of the sorceress Circe, who was the one who uh, turned Odysseus's uh, men into pigs once they got on shore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I... I actually, I read that. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but we had, um, we actually had Natalie Miller on our podcast and actually for listeners, she'll be coming back on. Jill and I are going to talk about theater stuff with her, but yeah, that book is Uh absolutely phenomenal. And now I, I definitely want to listen to the audio (laughs) book. Well, she, you know, she is known, um, her, her first book was, um, uh, the Achilles book, the Mm -hmm. story of Troy. And um, and then this year, when I had enjoyed that in print, and when uh, Circe came out, I thought, oh, I really, you know, uh, I really want that uh, storytelling experience because, of course, the myth was born in storytelling, oral storytelling. That's also a really good, like, another big bonus of audiobooks mm-hmm. for, like, things like, Greek mythology, and, and I know that Madeline wrote Circe in such a way to make it more approachable, but audiobooks are awesome for kind of older mm-hmm. older books, you know, maybe they're classics or things that the language is slightly different, even if it's in like Old English or things like that, or translations. Audiobooks are great for those because you can hear the flow of the, the, you know, the structure of the sentences and how things are pronounced, and you kind of start to better understand the, you know, the, the context right. of everything. Right. Well, actually, there's another um, a book on uh, our list, 
um, and it is Barracoon uh, by Zora Neale Hurston and read by Robin Miles. Oh. And that plays completely to the point you just made. That book was um, by Zora Neale Hurston, has never been released before, um, and it was written in dialect. So it's written in dialect. And when you hear Robin Miles, who has who really had to develop how the dialect sounded, because this is African dialect, you know, uh, and she had to work it all out. And she brings it alive with such musicality and such um, elegance. And, um, you know, it, it's a it's a just a very tricky thing. If you were reading it, I think you'd probably stop every few words to figure out what that word was but because robin is narrating it to you she gets the flow she makes it work and you know you go right along with that amazing story i imagine for a voice actor that would be a really good challenge i mean i imagine it would be very challenging but <laughs> but uh but a, you know um an interesting way to sort of find your voice literally Yes, I, th- I think it's a huge challenge, and, um, you know, some narrators just uh, go for the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof, man, that's incredible. That's that's so impressive to me. Okay, what else, what else is on the list here? What else you got? Uh, so, so since we're, we're in, the, in the world of accents here, um, I have to talk about uh, Mary Rose Wood's The Long Lost Home, which is the sixth uh, and final episode of The Incorrible Children of Ashton Place. And uh, that, uh, this last book, The Long Lost Home, uh, is read by Fiona Hardingen. And uh, Fiona actually had to sort of take over the series, uh, which was previously read by Katie Kelgren. Katie did five of those incorrigible uh, stories, and she set the stage of, for all the characters and the accents, and and um, because um, she's no longer with us and can't couldn't read the last one, uh, Fiona, you know, took over and really brilliantly honored everything that Katie did, but also uh, she, you know, she she brought it in her own style. Uh, in a way that is really lovely. So that's on our on our list of, of, of best of the year. I'd never really considered before how a situation like that would present itself. You know, that happens a lot in uh, novel writing where a series where the author dies and sometimes another author will take it over. But I guess that, you know, this is a situation where it can happen in audiobooks too with the narrators. Uh, yes, I, I, you know, I don't know that it happens very, very often, thank goodness, I guess. Um, but uh, interestingly, on our podcast, just uh, released uh, uh, this week, um, we have a long interview with uh, Mary Rose Wood, not four minutes, it's actually half an hour, <laughs> of, uh, where she, she talks uh, about her work, but she also talks about it such a special relationship that she had with Katie Kelgren, and then she kind of 
picked up um, a new relationship with Fiona when Fiona Hardingham had to take on this last and final uh, incorrigible uh, title. There's one other example of audiobooks that I, I just looked up that I could remember when you're talking about that. I don't know if you ever listened to any of Joseph Delaney's um, Wardstone Chronicles, like the Last Apprentice series. It started with um, Revenge of the Witch, I believe was the, the first one. But the narrator, it's a, it's like a YA horror series, and there's yeah. a million of them. But um, Christopher Evan Welch was the first narrator, and he has this really gravelly very kind of iconic voice in the first few and then um down the line after he same thing tragically passed away they had to uh find a new narrator and i remember listening to them and being a a little taken aback because i I didn't realize it and jill's right and you're right it it's so you definitely when you're listening to a series of books you become accustomed to a certain voice and that's that's really impressive when someone can go back and and match you know exactly what the previous narrator had done like you're mentioning with with Fiona that's you know that's very impressive yes it's it it is because of course as listeners we all know that it can be very upsetting when suddenly there's a totally new voice and the characters that you've known in the voices of someone have suddenly changed it's like all those personalities all those characters have changed you know, can be, it can be devastating. Um, Do you have a a few more you'd like to share? Sure. Um, Now here's, here's a series that has had the same narrator pretty much all the way along. And that is um, Daniel Silva's uh, Gabrielle Alon series. And the, the other woman was uh, the title this year. And George Guadel is the narrator and has been for, you know, I don't know, more than 20 episodes. Uh, so, but, you know, I have to say that not only is um, Gabrielle Alon uh, still globetrotting, but George's uh, narration has, you know, keeps your heart pounding as you wonder what's going to happen next. Pretty great. <laughs> this, uh, I'm guessing this was one of one of your picks from your guys' your editorial group, because I believe you said you liked the mystery and suspense, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, also in the in the, and I followed that that series uh, for many years. Um, but just um, recently, in earlier this year, I um, I guess I'm a little late to the bandwagon. But um, I got on to Robert Galbraith, mm. um, who of course is J.K. Rowling, um, and her uh, series uh, with Cormorant. The, the British detective. And uh, this year, Lethal White was the episode, I think it's the third or fourth in the series. Um, and that is read by Robert Glenister and really spectacular. But I had not, I'm, now I, I'm, I listened to the fourth one, but now I'm going back. <laughs> yeah, we have a coworker who loves that. I mean, we have multiple coworkers who love that series, but one in particular, and I'm pretty sure she listens to them on audiobook. I think she really, really likes the audiobook versions. I think she actually does both. She does really like the audiobook versions, but I know she does both. She, she, That's true. She, she does li- do both. <laughs> she listens to the audiobook, and then when the book arrives, she she will read the book, and then while she's at work, she'll listen to them again. So you are she is in good company. <laughs> yeah. She's obsessed with that series. Great. 
Well, you know, I had to, when I, because I, I jumped in here on this uh, fourth, I think it is, at fourth episode, and I'm like, oh, I don't understand what's going on. So I went back um, to the to the print edition of the first one so I could kind of get oriented while I was continuing to listen um, to the fourth one. It was uh very fun. I mean, isn't that great that we have uh, multiple formats that way? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you give us maybe one more before we, and then we'll then we'll make everyone go over to your podcast and over to your stuff to see the rest. <laughs> okay. So here's one. I said that I would talk about um, a title that uh, where I fell in love with the voice, and of course, it's a romance. All right. <laughs> um, I don't often myself listen to a lot of romance. But I know that there are so many fans, and um, this is Besotted with the Viscount by Susanna Malcolm, and it is read by Nicholas Bolton. And I have to say that even in the short clip of Nicholas Bolton reading, um, I think that anyone who loves a really sexy, romantic voice will be hooked by this. I certainly was, and I thought, well, maybe, maybe I will, you know, I will get on this whole series. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we also have, I know we have a lot of uh, of romance listeners here as well, and we're actually just trying to find that one so we can pass that along. I I like that you gave us a whole, a nice little kind of spectrum of, of uh, recommendations there that... That gives everyone kind of a taste of what they would get yeah. sort of every week from your guys' podcast. So can you remind everybody, you know, where they can find your podcast and where they can subscribe and where they can, you know, get all of your guys' reviews and all that good stuff? Sure, I will. Um, the podcast is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, and you can subscribe through iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere that you get your podcast. Um, you can also listen on the audiophile site, audiophilemagazine.com, uh, where all the reviews and uh, sound clips live as well, uh, available to anyone visiting. And um, we will be talking about uh, best audiobooks of the year uh, from the beginning of the week of uh, November 26th uh, right through the second week in December with some interviews with some of the narrators, um, and also um, each group, each subject group, uh, one one a day. So there's a lot of listening <laughs> for finding all these great audiobooks um, for the for the winter. <laughs> awesome. Well, Robin, thank you so much. I know, like I said, we are always looking for more audiobook recommendations, so we will be checking that out, and I'm sure everyone else who listens in will be as well. So. Thank you very much, and this has been a, a blast. Thank you both. It was it was a lot of fun. Always have time to talk about audio. <laughs> Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.